What's going on, everyone? You're listening to a special edition of the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Spiller with Eagle, joined by Jake Weiss, the Eagles High School Sports Reporter. We're at AT&T Stadium covering the UIL State Championships in football. Uh, College Station lost to Alito today. This is Saturday we're recording. Uh, couple days after Franklin walked off against Brock in a pretty epic battle so just wanted to take a few minutes to recap some action here at state and just kind of look back at these these two kind of different games uh, and and uh, what what went down so Jake let's start with College Station because that's what's fresh on our minds certainly did not go the way College Station hoped it would and uh, it, it was just it got out of hand pretty quickly for the Cougars. Yeah you know um, I think there was a couple times in there where we kind of thought well you know they're, they're down 14 all right well you know they've been here before we know you know we kind of thought hell but if they score here you know they're right back in the mix and you know it became 21 and it came it just it just kept going and going and you know it just got to a point where you're thinking okay well you know unfortunately at this point you know I think this this lead is just too insurmountable for them to even come back you know they haven't done this at all at any point this season, so that was just kind of, you know, unfortunate for them. I I know it wasn't the way they wanted the season to end, but you know, I kind of talked about this with you a little bit later. But uh, you know, really those last two minutes, I thought though, really, you know, they, they credit to them, they kept fighting. You know, they were inspired, and that's how they got those, you know, 14 points. So credit to them, they didn't give up. But yeah, that's just kind of how I felt Saturday went. Yeah, you know, Alito is a team coach. Stony Pryor said it after the game. They're a team that you can't dig a hole and expect to come back on a hole like that. And Alito got up 52 to zero early in the fourth quarter, and Haas Haney was just so yeah. good. And the Cougars knew going into this game that they were going to have to stop him, and unfortunately, they just couldn't. Whether it was via the pass or the run, and he certainly got some help from Jalen Pope, who set us state record with like 228 receiving yards today. Yeah, no, and uh, he was real impressive. I mean, their whole team, I mean, was impressive from offense to defense. I mean, I know they gave up those 14 points, and but still, just, I thought just for Alito, it was a team effort, and I thought it was funny, too. Um, you know, you mentioned what Coach Pryor said. I thought kind of what Zach Dang echoed was kind of funny as well. Uh, you know, he was talking about, you know, hey, we still got here. It's a great accomplishment, and it is. Uh, but he also was like, hey, you know, uh, not, you know, this is something you don't do every season. Well, unless you're Alito. So that kind of just proves, you know, where Alito is right now and where they've been the last, you know, what, 10 plus years? Yeah, I mean, Alito's a perennial power. They, this is kind of, this is kind of the bar. And, you know, I I was there in their post-game press conference and their guys said, hey, we got to work for it just like every other team before us that that have come. And, I mean, they certainly worked for that win today. It It was a holistic effort for them. Not only did they do well, on offense, they did well on special teams. You know, the Cougars had some chances. Yeah. Uh, they drove down the field and turned the ball over a couple times when it looked like, okay, they might have a little bit of life on offense and even on special teams early in the game. I mean, Alito from the onset, they had the long kick return uh, into College Station territory. And then a couple drives later, they had the long punt return, got them down to 15. I mean, when you're, when you're starting at like point blank range, it's just hard for your defense to, to get into a groove and you know when the offense isn't executing as, as well and coach Pryor said that you know schematically stuff was there uh, you know it's just seemed like it was one of those games where you just really got to tip your cap to the opponent and just recognize like hey hey we just got beat by a really good team yeah no I think 100% and I think I mean I don't know about you but I think that just kind of sums up the story of the day I mean they just kind of tip their cap uh, 
great season for College Station. Won 13 games, shared the district title, o overcame a lot. That was something else they all talked about uh, in the post-game presser. I mean, you lose Marquise before the season even begins. I mean, it's in a scrimmage or a uh, yeah a scrimmage. You lose him, uh, but they rallied to you know win 13 games, win the district. Beat a and Consolidated, you beat your rival in your first rivalry game in a couple seasons. So a uh, lot to be proud of, but like you said, just tip the cap and, you know, you know, move on. This is going to sting for a bit, but they got a lot to be proud of. Without a doubt, uh, sure we're going to be talking more about College Station here in the next couple weeks as we recap the rest of the season and do a little postseason superlatives and get into our all Brazos Valley team. So on the other hand, Franklin and Brock, I mean, if you're playing NCAA football, the video game, <laughs> the game ends and it just pops up instant classic, like number one, right? I mean, what a what a barn burner, banger, just slugfest of a game. Brock, Franklin comes out on top, 17-14, second straight state championship, 32nd win in a row. I mean, the, the Lions, Jake... You know, we talk about we talk about College Station kind of having a roller coaster season. Franklin's resolve, especially in the playoffs, uh, really I think helped them just not be phased by the ebbs and flows of that kind of wacky game, and and be able to go down and win the game on that on that last second field goal. Yeah, and um, something that you asked about in the post game presser that uh, really kind of struck me because I had kind of forgotten about it was uh, especially on the game winning field goal. You know, I I forgot, and I'm sure some other people might have forgotten as well. But you know, Court Lowry missed a field goal in the beginning of the game, but he came back out there, ice in his veins, kicked the game winner, and you know. As cool as a cucumber. I mean, in the post-game interview, he even talked about, you know, hey, you know, uh, this is something we practice all the time at practice. Like, uh -huh. he kind of downplayed. No big deal, really. I mean, that was something that I was just real impressed by and real struck by, especially when you asked, you know, hey, you know, how'd you feel after missing the first one? You know, going back out there, I was like, man, I forgot that he was so cool about it. You know, the star of the show, though, without a question, was Jaden Jackson. I mean, 146 yards on the ground, scored the only. Uh, touchdown for, for the touchdown. offensive touchdown yeah. for the Lions, and uh, you know that his his emergence this season as kind of the 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 right hand man to Bryson Washington, and in some aspects kind of surpassing yeah, Bryson at times as the guy. I mean that was so critical for for Franklin to to finish off this run. Of yeah. course, as I'm wearing this Franklin green. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, just Jaden, man, I mean, I talked about this on uh, Thursday night in my column, uh, and we, you and me have talked about this throughout the year. I mean, just Franklin's kind of setting themselves up for some future success. I mean, Court Lowry, junior, uh, Jaden, just a sophomore. Uh, I mean, just the whole team, you know, they're going to lose some guys, of course. Bryson, obviously, is very talented. A you do every of, year. Yeah. But, uh, they did last year, and they moved up a division, and yeah. here they are repeating as champions. But uh, you've got to be excited if you're a coach fan and the rest of the coaching staff, because you got you get a guy like Jaden who had you know who had 158 yards, uh, the only offensive touchdown in the state championship game, and you get him for two more years. Yeah, you know, just kind of looking here, um, you know, Colby Smith he led the team with 11 and a half tackles. Jackson third in the game, he had four and a half. Braden Yuri he had. Three and a half. He had a tackle for loss. Colby Smith was the MVP in last year's state title game too, and uh, you know those are three guys that they're they're coming back. 
next year. Uh, going to be a core to that team. You know, Smith and Yuri, they're going to be seniors. Jackson going to be the junior. He's going to probably step into that number one back role. Yeah. There's a good line of succession coming through Franklin <laughs> right now, and uh, I'm sure Coach Fannin's okay with that. Yeah, I was going to say, he, uh, I know he said there's no special sauce, but, uh, you They know, got something over they, there. Yeah, maybe something, something in the water. Maybe not a special sauce, but... What, what are you cooking over there, Coach Fannin? <laughs> you, uh, you a hidden chef over there? Need to need to go over to his house. Maybe he's cooking some barbecue or something. But, yeah, I bet he would. Maybe to celebrate. Uh, maybe so. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Jake, uh, without a doubt, um, pretty good season for the, for the Brazos Valley. And we'll, we'll get into it more. But, uh, you know, just looking at the attendance figures, I mean, almost 14,000 people at the Franklin game. Over 28,000 people today at College Station Alito. I mean, it's it's pretty neat when you know you have a town like Franklin that's got just over a thousand people in it, and then a, a team like College Station we cover very closely yeah. throughout the season as one of our locals. I mean that's over forty thousand people that got to watch Brazos Valley football this week. Yeah, and uh, I'm surprised you didn't even mention uh, you know my one of my personal highlights of the trip was uh, the Franklin sign we saw on the way. You know they got fans yeah. all over, about fifty miles to uh, outside of Grandview off I-35. Yeah. That was kind of a <laughs> funny little touch. Yeah. I was about to say, I know you took a picture of that and posted it on social media, but yeah, like I said, you know, you're talking about the attendance, I mean, heck, we, we don't even know, I mean, I, I kind of like to know, hey, did that person who made the sign, did they go to the game, but, uh, you know, even if they didn't, it shows, you know, Franklin kind of has fans, you know, there's pockets of fans kind of all over. Well, thanks for tuning into this special episode of the Brazos Sports Preps Cast, short and sweet, we got some